What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the other side of the Firewall podcast. We talk about the latest and greatest cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and I'm your host, and I'm also joined by Shannon Times. What's up? What's up? What's going on? I switched up the intro for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> and we have two special guests. So we have uh, Aisha Hollins. She is a uh, a trailblazer when it comes to digital, digital forensics, as well as she's the CEO and founder of uh, Dorensic Technology. And then we have um, Miguel Clark. He is a retired FBI agent, as well as a senior GRC evangelist. Uh, and together, uh, they are working on a podcast that we'll, uh, we will talk about in um, more detail in this episode, calling it the Make It Make Sense podcast. So the IT being information technology. So making it make sense podcast so we wanted to uh highlight them showcase them because they are our friends in this this podcasting space as well as there's definitely some people that you need to listen to right so you need to sub as soon as this thing goes live so uh i like to uh kind of expound upon that so like aisha's been on plenty of times so I, it goes much details you want to about yourself and your background uh, and then we also want to capture miguel and his background and then how all that ties together to making the uh the, the podcast the the making it make sense podcast so i give it to you aisha Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Shannon, so much for having me back on. It's always a pleasure to be here with you guys. Um, yes, a little bit about myself. I am the uh, founder and CEO of Dorensic Technology. We handle digital forensics, cybersecurity, all that stuff, right? And so when I started my organization uh, 15 years ago, right, one of the things that I would get all the time was you do what, what, and what? right? They, we don't understand what is digital forensics? What is cybersecurity? What do we do with the data, right? How does it work? Um, and so oftentimes I would, you know, I'm out and I'm about and I'm, you know, meeting with various um, clients. And so um, you're always trying to either sell a product or sell a service, right? It's a consulting service. But the thing that I began to learn really, really quickly is that people don't get what they don't get right? You don't buy things you don't understand. Cybersecurity, um, internet safety, it all falls in that bucket, right? And so um, one of the things that would just drive me insane would be I would be talking about uh, identity theft, right? And you would always get that, oh my gosh, they can hack me, right? When they break it to my account, I'm only going to have $10 there. So maybe they'll feel sorry for me, hack my account, put money in it, you know? And so I would get that all the time. And it was like, I was I should hold your face. I should hold your face, right? And so, um, and then I, I would go into my training and I would teach or whatever and, you know, try to get people to what? Get it, right? I need you to understand. Um, I can't be out here just giving awareness and education all the time and you don't understand um, what it is I do and why it's important. So I came up with a concept of a podcast, right, called Making It, the IT being information technology. Let's make it make sense, right? So the thing about me is I'm a storyteller, right? I think that if we can put things in terms of stories, where they make sense, right? Where they can they can be relatable. But number two or three, because I don't know, I'm hiding my hands, <laughs> right? Um, you should see you in every story. 
So my goal was let's tell some really good, intriguing stories. Let's tell you what can happen when your data is leaked or breached, or let's tell you some of the things that we've seen working out in the out in the field and whatnot. And so um, he said, "Don't alley you." But so I'm out and about one day. <laughs> I'm out and I'm about, and I literally attended a, a seminar that had the FBI, they were there and they were speaking. And of course, you know, there were other people on the panel. And then there's Miguel. He is his own, um, <laughs> his own brand, right? And there was the way that we were hearing about some of the things that was going on. And then Miguel's style is very storytellerish. He's like, hey, let me, let me, let me tell you something. Let me tell you a couple of things, right? And so our the way he, the way he uh, delivered. Um, on his information. So what I'll do is at this point, I'll give it over to Miguel and he can talk to you a little bit about why I was very intrigued with uh, my conversation with Miguel. All right. Well, I can't answer why you were intrigued. That's uh, something that only you can say. Um, yes. But I will say that we had a great conversation. We're talking about cybersecurity. I was there with uh, a guy that I used to work with. I actually used to work for me when I had uh, when I was supervisor of a cyber squad handling the national security computer intrusions in the FBI. And we were asked to come out, do a breakfast meeting and talk about cybersecurity and just really make it plain for uh, the business leaders who were there. So a word about me, Miguel Clark, I've been, well, I was, was, was with the FBI for almost 24 years. Uh, in that time, I worked uh, a lot of computer intrusions. I did work some counterterrorism, worked on the September 11th investigation, did some leadership training. Like there's a bunch of stuff in there. And uh, I don't want to like take up time just talking a lot about that. I want to keep it focused to, to what we're talking about here. And uh, a passion of mine is, is sharing information. Anybody who's ever met me knows I love to share information. It's usually random. And... Uh, trying to take cybersecurity out of uh, the technical and the geek realm and then really break it down to something that's basic that anybody and everybody can get. Uh, because I think in cybersecurity, we have folks that, that like to talk the tech, right? I mean, that is that is the way that we, we measure ourselves against one another, right? It's like, okay, you know, so yeah, I know you know what you're talking about when you start talking about ports and protocols. Uh, but then it leaves out, I think, a lot of really sharp folks that aren't technically inclined but are still really, you know, still pretty intelligent and leaves them out of the conversation. So how do we expand that conversation into something where more voices can be heard? And you can call that inclusivity, you can call it whatever you want to call it, but having a diversity of thought on the problem, uh, because if you start thinking about the problems right now, and I think these are gonna, things that we're going to get into on the IT side of the house and the podcast, um, there are billions of dollars being spent in technology and training. And I'll put it out and you guys can nod, you know, or shake your head. Do you feel any more safe now knowing that, you know, that these technologies are out there than you did two years ago? Do you say like, wow, 2023, I feel so much safer. You know, they introduced like a billion dollars worth of new technology. No, for the most part, the answer is no, people don't feel any safer because the adversaries are advancing faster than the technology, right? It's an arms race. So if the technology isn't going to save us, then what, what's going to save us? And my personal view is that it's going to be behavior. It's the same as everything else, right? If somebody tells you a bad thing's going to happen at the corner of walk and don't walk, guess what? You don't go there, yeah. right? It's real simple. So how do we take cybersecurity out of the buy this technology into the, you know, figure out 
where not to go, what not to do, or how do you be prepared when you get to that corner of walk and don't walk or look and don't look and, you know, so, okay, now I have to be here. So how can I be here and, and represent in the way that is, is the safest. And so I work for a company called Armor Defense, and I am a GRC and cybersecurity evangelist. And so the evangelism piece is doing exactly what it is that I'm doing here, except not on Sundays. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. So uh, with that being said, like, I, I'm super excited to to sub myself. Like, I, I think this is going to be an amazing podcast just based upon you guys' backgrounds alone, right? And then your ability to you know, tell a story to, uh, uh, I know Aisha has a, a, a contribution to a book that's kind of like a scary stories of cybersecurity type situation, right? So like, you guys are really good at to be truthful, but then make it palatable to uh, to people. So when it comes to your podcast, is it going to be kind of like long form? Or is it going to be episodes? Like, how do you think the, uh, how do you think it's going to be built out for the, uh, for the viewers? If you if you haven't met Miguel, it can't help but be long form. <laughs> um, That's fired. I had to catch up. You guys started before my brain. <laughs> right, right. The <laughs> offline conversation. Back, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, we are. We're gonna do episodes, and and um. So the thing is, uh, one thing about uh, Miguel and I, we. Uh, we have a really good repertoire when we talk, right? So it's it's a really interactive conversation. Um, and so for us, what, what we have planned right now is there's going to be, we're just going to kind of just kind of record. We're going to break them up into episodes. We're going to leave those little teasers at the end to hope to make you come back for the next week. He's going to, you know, he's going to be here with me for a little while. He's gonna, we're going to... We're gonna can a few of them, right? We've kind of talked about it, but I do know that, um, and I, I'm so so very pleased to have them um, come aboard because one of the things that I don't want to do, right? Um, as I said, digital forensics, cybersecurity, we're still going what, what, and what, right? I don't want we don't want to use that verbiage, right? How do we make um, stories relatable, right? But I don't also want to. It's not about telling you a bunch of stuff that it's a really good story and it doesn't you know, I'm scared, but I don't know where to go, right? So we want to give you a story, but we want to give you resources, right? And so that does require that there's going to be times that we're having conversations that is like to be continued, right? That's not a shot fired. Um, he is a wealth of information. We enjoy uh, conversations with ourselves. Um, <laughs> so we we don't know what we sound like on the outside, but so far we've been having fun. <laughs> That and, we have. And, and you know something like the way you're describing it, it's a disguised education is what I would say, right? So like yeah. you're, you're giving story, you're giving stories, which everybody loves to hear a story, right? Especially when they think it's relatable to them because uh, that's kind of how it is in the world today, right? Like what does it do for me, right? Like I don't yeah. care about anybody else. What does it do for me? But you're giving them an education without coming out and saying, hey, here's your synopsis. You know what I mean? Here's here's where this is and here's your conclusion, right? Like and and people need that right no that's not a guarantee that people are always going to listen i'm gonna tell you that i'll tell you that from experience it's not a guarantee people are going to listen right you're still going to have those knuckleheads that are going to do whatever but like but i love my alexa i need all six of them you know what i mean like <laughs> right. just, it's just how it is right some people are like i love the convenience of it i don't care what it's going to cost me right or they're or they're to a point where it's like ah you know my my information has been out there because i've been with cvs target you know, 
T-Mobile. Home Depot. <laughs> Home Depot, yeah. Right. Like I, my stuff has been out there for, you know, so many times, you know what I mean? I've gotten LifeLock offered to me 10 times in my lifetime, you know what I'm saying, from from being a customer at all these different places. But no, this this sounds pretty fun. And, and again, the disguised education portion of it is what, what makes it to where it is going to be a great tool for people going forward, right? Because you can't get people to sit down in a classroom and just teach them, you know, hey, this is what cybersecurity is. Like you were talking about, Aisha, like you can't you can't talk to them about something they don't really care about, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's in their everyday life. Yeah, and I don't think people understand how intertwined they are with their technology. Uh, and we kind of alluded to that in the last episode, right? When we talk about uh, people receiving uh, smartwatches that, from whom? Who, who sent you a smartwatch, right? Yeah. <laughs> was it Nation yeah. State? Was it was it Mark Zuckerberg? Like who sent you this this thing? He put in, he went to new Apple Watch. <laughs> um, and I, I think that that common sense, so to speak, kind of goes out the window. So it is good to have something that's relatable, something that they can actually understand. Because you bring up stuff to people, and they're like, "I never thought about it that way." So it, that's the, the audience that you're targeting, right? And the conversation you're trying to, to have with them. So I, I think it's going to be amazing, actually. Like, I, I'm super excited. So that, that leads me to ask you the question, do we have a time frame? Our goal was to have them out by the fall. That was our, that, that is okay. our goal. Um, and, that, but it was really important to us that we got together, sat down and just did the recording. We wanted to make sure that we had them all, had them canned. And so that we knew, right. What, what's next, right. What do we tackle? Have we talked about it? So he and I, we've been in the planning phase. We've been in the talking phase. We've been in the mixing it up, but our goal is definitely by the fall, right? I got to catch Miguel shots fired before he goes back out the country. So Miguel is talking. He's all over. He's just back from where were you, sir? London? I don't know. I was in the UK. Um, I knew he was somewhere. So I got to keep catch him before he travels on me again. But the fall is the answer. I'm sorry. <laughs> all these shots being fired, man. This is supposed to be friendly. Right. right. It I is mean, really fire. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Fratricide. <laughs> Fratricide. <laughs> But so, I mean, what, what's cool, though, is with technology, like if, if you wanted to do something uh, that was uh, international, you still could. Right. Uh, and we've, we've gone through those growing pains as well, where like I'm in Turkey and everybody else is uh, East Coast and or I'm sorry, not even East Coast, Turkey, Central, West Coast. That's that was the uh, the makeup between me, Shannon and Levon when we started hey, Mountain. Mountain, mountain. Oh, mountain. I'm sorry. One I'm sorry. Right, my, my apologies. I, forget, I always forget about mountain time. I lived in Mountain Home, which was in Mountain Time. <laughs> no, it was some central in there, Shannon. There was some days he had me up in there That's too. True. That is true. Yes, yes, yeah. You're right. You're the right. whole the whole spectrum of the uh, the, the timeline, right? Uh, but so so yeah, technology can can help you to, to to get over those hurdles or whatever. But what I think is smart though is that you do have you like you say you put some in the can. I never got there, and I still need to. <laughs> Because me and Shannon will take a holiday break and then you'll just be without for a week. <laughs> and I don't think that's fair to the listener, right? So it is good to have something where you can push it out and say, hey, even though we need to, to recharge our batteries, here's something that we have uh, uh, in the works. And uh, with that being said, I'm kind of thinking that may be my interview uh, ones. We may start to push those as opposed to giving you one Monday through through Friday some weeks. I'll keep it Monday through Wednesday and a Friday. You know, those episodes, I might start to save those. But that goes into uh, interviews like what you guys have on people who you're going to interview and ask questions, things of that nature in the future, right? You get people, the audience has to yeah. get to know you, but after yes. that. <laughs> yes. 
Yes, that is the goal is to continue the conversation even beyond the breadth of what we know, right? Um, it's not about, hey, this is the, you know, this is Aisha and this is Miguel or this is former FBI and this is digital forensic Aisha, right? No, the whole goal is IT spans so broad, right? And that's why I said making it make sense, right? We don't, we don't just want to stop at just the areas that 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 we're good at. So we want to we want to tell all those stories, right? So we're going to be inviting guests um like as I said before, we're going to look to have you and Shannon on, right? Um our goal is to, you know, cuz there's there's so many of us in this space, right? And there's so many different ways that this conversation can happen, but you know, we want to know some of the things that we're going to miss cuz cuz we're new on the scene, right? What what are the vets saying out there? How can we do it better, right? And that's that's relationally, you know, everywhere, right? Yeah, definitely. And it's good to have that crossover, right? So like for me and Shannon, we have the, the Air Force background, you know, we're, we're IT guys, cyber guys. Uh, but then I lean on Shannon hard for the, all of the, the information he brings from the ISO side, like the things that I, I just was not tracking. Uh, what after, like, so I was still in the military, he had retired, he brought a lot of that to the table. Uh, LeVon yeah. brought a lot of the, uh, the architecture and things like that to the table, the, uh, the working for, like, I, I we try to stay away from the names of companies that we work for, but working for a, a large entity, a trillion dollar company, <laughs> you you figure out which one that is, right? And then uh, Shannon being in the in the government space uh, as well. So I can see the overlap with you guys when it comes to, uh, you know, like forensic things of that nature. But I think it's going to be very uh, cool to have that. Uh, Miguel having the the law enforcement background. Uh, you have uh, Aisha, the... the uh, pioneering in forensics, the training, as well as the business side of the house, right? Like yeah. none of us have that uh, under our belt, uh, being the uh, the founder and CEO of a, of a business and how does that thrive and how does that make sense? But no pun intended to <laughs> providing services well, to people. Like you just had the, the symposium uh, yeah. not too long ago. So you have that side of the house as well, right? Like you guys are leading in that uh, uh, uh forum, so to speak, I guess you could say, when it comes to, like, I know you have the Monroe side of the house, you have the Dallas side of the house, uh, so, like, I'm not trying to, these aren't plugs, this is me fanboying it up <laughs> when it comes to what you guys are, are doing out there, right, uh, and then, as you can see in, I would say, the Monday episode, we kind of go into more of the, the law enforcement, you have Miguel, you know, throwing out all those good tidbits of information when it comes to this is what the post office does when it comes to cyber. This is what uh, the search warrant was issued. This is like the the background of the person. We already had them. Or he didn't say we because he's not in that space. I, I don't know what he doesn't. I, I don't know what he knows. <laughs> I don't know if he still has those connections or what have you. But I think that'll be intriguing to have that, uh, that conversation. Uh, so yeah, definitely want to have you guys back on the show as well to, yeah. uh, to kind of talk that up. Um, so you said it'll be long form, it'll be episodes, it's going to be like once a week, or how are you guys thinking about pushing it out? Once a month? Is, yeah, the goal right now is once a month. Um, okay. But again, we, we don't have enough of a feel from our audience yet. We might put them put them out and they're biting at the bit for like, what was the last thing Miguel said? Because you guys, seriously, he... <laughs> He has these mic drop moments where everybody stops and just is like, did he say what I thought I heard him say? Right. So um, it may be that they're, you know, that, but right now the goal is once a month and, um, and, and we'll get that feel 
from from the gotcha. audience and see. No, that's that's great. That's a great great cadence, right? That's something you can definitely keep up with uh, yeah, in right. the future, and then you can break down into to seasons, um, which I'm just starting to do. So we're in season two now. Yeah. Uh, I think this is episode 399. So this is the pin ultimate episode before episode 400. So you guys will be on for that one. Nice. Um, but uh, we our cadence is a little bit quicker because our, our episodes are a little bit shorter, right? So it, that's that's the the difference uh, you can say. Um, but to have a long form once a month podcast, that, that that's gonna be something special. Um where like so I don't want to get too far ahead, right? Um, where do you see I would say a season one taking you? Like will it be kind of a theme where you guys gonna go off of like um the latest topics or know, are you yeah. gonna have like a backlog of stories that you wanna uh and you know introduce to the audience? Like what are you thinking? Right now, I'm thinking a backlog of stories. Okay. <clears throat> right now, I'm thinking of back- <laughs> um, and we'll see see how that goes. Again, you know, um, there's there's a dynamic when when Miguel and I get together. So it's not that we don't stay on topic, but some of our topics really do breed into other things, right? right. And they only make sense to finish them out. It's not fair to kind of bring them up and just kind of leave you hanging. Um, yeah. And so there's, um, and I love, like I said, the way the way his mind works, but mine is the same, right? It's like, there's a way that we kind of follow each other, right? It's, there's times that I take the lead, there's times he takes the lead, right? Um, that, that, um, that disciplined mindset. I love that about some of the things that, that Miguel will kick out. And so our goal is to definitely tell some of those stories though, that for me, season one, that's what I want to do. I don't really want to get into a whole lot of various things, but they have to be relatable, right? They have to go back to fixing some particular issue. We're not telling stories to tell stories. We're not, we're not getting together just to laugh in each other's face, though you may laugh, though we may have a good time, right? Um, the, The end goal is by the time we were done, who do we help make better? And so initially some of our stories, uh, some of the things that we've done so far is it, it is kind of business related. There are stories there. There are, you know, what, what should I do as a business owner? Um, but it's, I don't, we're not just stuck right there either. It, it does. There are some stories that, that are relatable just to the human being. How do I, how do I stay safe? Right. Yeah. That's the main part is just how do you stay safe and defining what that is. So we start to think of what does better look like? And we haven't had that conversation really, you know, when you say, oh, let's get better. Well, better than what? And what does, how, how do I know good is good? And uh, from my perspective, when, I, when I'm out and I'm doing other types of public speaking, whether we're with the company or um, because of my past FBI experience, uh, there is a, a Venn diagram and, you know, you kind of see these three intertwining circles uh, where uh, skill set, mindset, and tool set all intersect. And then in the middle, you have resilience, right? Because you can't have resilience without the right right mindset and without having skills that you practice. And then professionals have tools. So then you start to think about what does that look like? And, you know, I've got two Air Force folks that are on here. So I know that uh, 
you know, Air Force has like their um, special forces folks that they have that are out there. So when the other folks get in trouble, they they call the Air Force. A lot of people don't know that, right? So if they need a rescue, <laughs> the Air Force is the one that you're, they're going to call. So you have this the special force. And if you look at the way that they operate, the way that they think, the way they approach problems, it is a combination of skill set, mindset, and tool set. With mindset probably being the most influential one, that the one that that gives them the drive to accomplish whatever it is that they're trying to accomplish, whatever difficult thing there is that they're trying to accomplish. So that's what we really want to start to get people into that, that right mindset from a safety standpoint, because safety is really a mindset. Security is a mindset. And, you know, you start to think about what conflicts look like. You know, whenever you see a crime, you typically will see uh, a bad actor and then you'll see, um, then you see a victim, right? Now, for for many of us on this call, we if if there was a conflict that broke out and we did okay in that conflict, we wouldn't see ourselves as victims. And why is that? Because we have a skill set, we have some training, we have some preparation, we've got a mindset that says, I'm not going to be a victim today, right? I'm going to be a combatant. So a thing happened, and then these combatants fought, somebody messed around, and then somebody found out. Right. So this is what we're trying to bring that same kind of smoke, that same kind of energy, because anybody can have it. It's not that is not proprietary to people with a cyber background. So so I have a question for you, too, then. So because you're, I, I'm I'm 100 percent sure you're going to come across this, you're going to come across people and you, you don't know unless they write into you or, or notify you somehow that are not going to want to do the types of things to keep themselves safe because it may not be convenient, right? Because that's right. what you're dealing with a lot of the time is people love the convenience of having, you know, the phone do this, Alexa do this or whatever. Um, have you thought about a, a way to kind of project the message that, hey, I realize this may suck for you, but this is where it's going to be better for you by this, that, and the third? Or is the story itself just going to play that out? You know so what I'm I do. So for me, um, maybe it's the former FBI agent in me. It doesn't matter to me what you do, right? I want you to have, uh, well, as my dad would say, my, my father would say that there's some people who learn from example and some people who are born to be an example, mm. right? And not everybody wants to be great. And if you don't want to be great, that's fine, right? We need people who are going to be good. And greatness is great because of the backdrop of, of good and not good. Right. Otherwise, if everybody was the same, then how would you know what great looks like? So uh, I'm not really concerned about whether people take what we do and, and do better with that. What I want them to be is informed so that they can take those risks from an informed standpoint. So these are the risks. This is what it, what's at stake. This is what can happen. And so then now you're, you're looking at this risk willingly. So when it happens, you're like, yeah, you know what? I thought Miguel was crazy when he said that. And I thought Aisha was off her rocker. Uh, but no, they were they were absolutely right. You know, and so here I am, and I am now the example when it comes to that. So anything other than that, I think we get too emotionally involved in an outcome. And, and then I think that we can start to over-rotate on a particular topic when we're really focused on the outcome. The information's good, helping people understand what their risks are so they can make better informed decisions, but it's always going to be their decision to make. No, that's, that's a great answer. Um, so to kind of uh, surmise everything, right? So you have two experts in their fields, uh, two people of color. So I guess what the platform is for, right? I highlight and showcase the people who, who look like us, who are in the industry, and we only make up a small percentage of that and trying to grow it out yeah. uh, to an audience that's chomping at the bit, right? Like we want to get into cyber, we want to grow our careers. Um, and then you have these two wonderful people who will have a podcast that'll uh, entertain, educate, uh, 
from the uh, from law enforcement through business, and then somewhere in the middle, they're meeting with IT and 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 uh, forensics and all the full spectrum of the uh, of everything that is cybersecurity, right? Policy, all that stuff's in there, uh, and training. But to, to make it entertaining, to make it palatable to the audience, and then hopefully get some more people who are crazy like us, right? Who who can see like may not want to to wear a, a free smartwatch, right? You don't know what that's like going to do. You may not want to have six Alexas in your house. I have I have one. I'm not gonna lie, but <laughs> but I, I watch it. I watch it like a hawk. Um, but you you have you'll have these engaging conversations, and then hopefully it'll lead people to just think a little bit more vigilant about what they're uh, allowing uh, in in their homes and uh, in their. Um, their workplaces and all, all the above, right? Like what, what is technology doing for me? How do I utilize and how to protect myself against it is yeah. that's kind of the, uh, the goal. So I think that's awesome. I cannot wait to listen to making it make sense. Uh, when it does debut, I will be uh, chomping at the bit for it. I will continue to prod you guys with questions until I, I force you to, to drop the first episode. Yeah. And then when it happens, I will make sure that I uh, promote it uh, as much as humanly possible on the platforms that we are currently on. So thank you for your time. Uh, everybody continue to, to tune in uh, to the, the podcast. We have one more episode with them. So definitely listen to Friday, Friday's episode, which is everything else. Uh, hit us all up by our websites that go by our particular platform's names. There's all in the uh, the bio. You gave me a personally. I'm at Rye Rye Security Guy on various platforms. Uh, and you, Aisha, where can people find you? You can find me on all the social media platforms, include, inclusive of YouTube at either at Dorensic and at Aisha Speaks. There it is. And you, Miguel? Uh, same place you can find every other FBI agent or retired <laughs> FBI agent on LinkedIn. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. So Miguel Clark on LinkedIn. There it is. So definitely continue to tune in throughout the week. Stay safe. Stay secure.